Hello and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today Rabbi Schneider is going to explain the secret to maturity. No one really wants to struggle, and yet it's often in the challenges of this life that we find ourselves growing and maturing into the people God would have us become. And today we'll learn more about God's fatherly compassion as the one who has created us and sustains us. This message comes from our series on Psalm 103. And if you'd like to download Rabbi's study notes on this message, you'll find it online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. But right now, let's join Rabbi as he begins today's program with a Hebrew song. David Melech, Melech Israel. David Melech, Melech Israel. David Melech, Melech Israel. David Melech, well, if you're just tuning in, you're probably wondering what is going on. But that was just a little Hebrew melody. I was singing King David, the King of Israel. And the reason I opened the show, beloved ones, with that little song is because we are now in one of David's Psalms, one of his most beautiful Psalms, Psalm number 103. This is life-changing because what Psalm 103 helps us do is move into soul correction. What do I mean by soul correction? I mean that oftentimes we need to be reminded of where God is calling us to be and then compare where he's calling us to be with how we're walking. And Psalm number 103 is all about walking in an attitude of blessing God and in a spirit of gratitude. Psalm number 103 begins, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. And then David goes on to say, the reason I'm going to walk in praise and adoration and thankfulness to you, Hashem, Father God, is because I'm going to remember all your benefits. David says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits. And then he begins to list the benefits. And we covered many of those benefits in season number one, how he forgives us, how he shows us compassion, how he renews our life like an eagle. He renews our, our youthfulness and we rise up like an eagle with wings. We thank him for all the good things that he's brought into our life through the years. And so we're continuing this journey now of cultivating a spirit of thankfulness as we pick up today, beloved ones, in the eighth verse. David says there, the Lord, and he's using God's sacred name. It's often referred to as the Tetragrammaton, Yud, Hey, Vav, Hey, the four Hebrew letters that speak of God's covenant name. And his covenant name, Yud, Hey, Vav, Hey, oftentimes pronounced reverently a very breathy Yahweh. It was pronounced by the high priest as he went into the Holy of Holies once a year. 
and made a blood atonement for the sins of Israel on Yom Kippur when the temple was standing and when the tabernacle was standing. But his name, yod vav actually carries with it the idea of the one who is, who was, and is to come. So David is saying the Lord, yod vav the one who is, the one who was, and the one who is to come. God's name carries with it. It comes from the Hebrew word meaning to be. In other words, God, yod vav the Lord, is reality. He existed before there was space. A lot of people talk about, well, it all started with the Big Bang. But let me ask you this question. Where did the Big Bang happen? Because in order for the Big Bang to have happened, it had to happen somewhere. And when you start speaking of a place of where, then you have to ask the question, well, where did that place come from? In other words, there had to be a time and it had to be in space somewhere, but Yudhe Vavhe is beyond time and he's beyond space. He's beyond any place because he existed before there was a place, before there is time, before there was space. He is the ground of all being. He is reality. In other words, we're kind of bending our mind because David is praying to the eternal one. And a lot of times when we think about God, our spiritual life is being hindered. When we address the Lord as the Lord, our spiritual life is being hindered because our concept isn't big enough. And so I'm trying to impress upon you, beloved ones, by referring back to God's Hebrew covenant name, yod vav Yahweh, by helping you to understand that it's beyond just a personal name, it's a verb that carries the concept of he who is, who was, and is to come. It's continuous present act. God is the beer. He's the ground of all being. He is reality. In other words, God is not in a place. He is the place. He created space. He created heaven. He's beyond everything. And when we start to appreciate that, it really opens up our heart to enter into a deeper dimension of who this one is that created us and who this one is that we're called into fellowship with. God is so big. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. He is beloved God. He is eternity. And so David is praying to this beautiful God that has chosen to love us, who is reality. And he's saying this one who is reality, this self-existent one, this one through which time emerged, space emerged, and through which I was emerging and, and have emerged and am created by. This one, the Lord, David said in verse eight, is compassionate. David is saying, Lord, I will bless you with all my being. I'll forget none of your benefits. And then David names his benefits. And David says, you are compassionate. In other words, because you're compassionate, God, I will bless you with my whole soul because of who you are. You're so beautiful. You're so lovely. You're so good. And I want to just focus with you for a moment on this concept of compassionate. David said, God, I will bless you. You are compassionate. Do you know that 
When we think of God, we're talking about misconceptions that we have about God. Usually, when people think of God, the first connection they have in their heart and mind as to who God is, is not compassion. But I want to show you something. I'm going to take you now into a mystery. We're going to the book of Exodus. We're tying it into this word compassion and why we should bless the Lord because of his compassion towards us. I want to go now with you to the book of Exodus, chapter number 34. This is an outstanding portion of God's word. In fact, I believe that Exodus 34 contains the most profound revelation of who Hashem, who God is in the entire Tanakh, in the entire Hebrew Bible. I want you to understand that Moses had been praying to the Lord. He said, Lord, you've called me to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt, but Lord, assure me that you're with me in this. Father, give me more confidence. Help me to know you're with me because Father Moses said to the Lord, if you're not with me, I'm not going to go. So Moses is having this dialogue with God. If I found favor in your sight, Lord, show me. And God keeps on giving Moses these assurances in Exodus 33. And finally, Moses pushes the envelope one step further. Again, he's asking for more confidence. He's, he's wanting to be built up. He's wanting to know that when he goes forward to lead Israel out of Egypt by Hashem's command, that God will be with him and that God will do what he said he was going to do. And so Moses says to the Lord, in Exodus chapter number 33, the 18th verse, Moses said, I pray you, show me your glory. Moses said, Lord, show me your glory. Let me know your power. Let me see your goodness. Let me see your glory. Look what the Lord says. I myself, the Lord answers Moses, will make all my goodness pass before you. Now, I want you to notice something here. Moses prays in verse 18, show me your glory. Notice how God answers. God says to Moses, I will make all my goodness pass before you. Moses asks for a revelation of God's glory. And God says, okay, Moses, I'm going to make all my goodness pass before you. God's goodness, Hashem's goodness is his glory. He's a good God. David said, I will bless the Lord. I will bless him with all that is within me. I'll forget none of his benefits. Why? He's a good God. That's why we sing that song. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. And then it continues. God is so good. You've heard it right. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. And so God says to Moses, Moses, you asked for a revelation of my glory. I'm going to make all my goodness pass before you. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. We want you to know there are so many ways that you can watch and listen to Rabbi's programs. Online, you'll find us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can find resources like our television broadcast schedule, Rabbi's messages on your podcasting platform, YouTube content, devotionals, and much more. You can even follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Check out all these resources online today. 
When you give to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, it allows us to spend more time focusing on what really matters. And for us, that means getting God's Word out to as many people as possible. And right now, at this very moment, there is someone who needs to hear Rabbi's practical biblical teaching. And your financial gift is what makes that possible. To donate, go online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Now to conclude today's message, here's Rabbi Schneider. Let's read it again. I myself will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. And then the Lord instructs Moses to go into the cleft of a rock and to call upon the name of the Lord, to call upon yud heh vav So Moses goes in the cleft of the rock. He begins to call upon the name of the Lord. And as Moses is in the cleft of the rock, calling upon the name of the Lord, the Lord comes to Moshe. Remember the Lord says, I'm going to come. I'm going to reveal my glory to you by revealing my goodness to you. So let's pick up now in Exodus 34, verse number six. Then the Lord, then Yahweh, then yud heh vav the one who is the one that has always been, passed by in front of him and proclaimed, the Lord, the Lord God, compassionate. I want you to see there. God reveals himself to Moses. And the Lord said concerning Moses that Moses was a man whom he spoke with face to face. The point that I'm trying to impart and to stress upon you right now is in this incident that we're studying when Moses was calling upon Hashem in the cleft of the rock, the Lord came to him as Moses was calling upon his name, yud heh And when the Lord came to him, the Lord then spoke into Moses and revealed to Moses who he was in his essence. In other words, when the Lord came to Moses and his goodness and his glory passed by Moses and the Lord was proclaiming his name to Moses, Moses was then filled with living, dynamic, revelation, supernatural light so that Moses truly knew in that second who exactly Hashem is, who God is. He didn't just hear God saying the Lord is compassionate. When the Lord said, I am compassionate, Moses was filled with the essence of what that meant. He didn't just hear it intellectually. He was filled with the interior knowledge of what that meant. And listen carefully. When the Lord passed by Moses and said, I am Yahweh God, compassionate. That Hebrew word for compassion is rachum, who is God. He's eternal. And the first attribute that came forth in his revelation as to who he was to Moses was the attribute of compassion. And so David The reason he loves God and trusts God and has given his life to God is he knew who God was and he knew that in God's heart of hearts, he is in essence compassionate. That Hebrew word rachum from again, we get the English word compassion that is spoken of here in Exodus 34 and David is referring to it in Psalm 103. It comes rachum from the concept of a mother's womb. 
How does a mother's womb relate to compassion? Because think about the child in a mother's womb and how that child in the mother's womb is protected and encased with loving kindness. The mother is carrying around her baby in a secret, separate, sacred, secure place. She takes care of that child in her womb by just shielding that child from anything that she thinks would harm it. Number one, because it's deep inside her, protected from the outer world. And secondly, because of the mother's love for the child in the womb. And that is how God relates to you and I. I know it doesn't feel like that sometimes because we're in this world and we're facing so many challenges and there are so many difficulties and you know things happen in life that are so painful and we, we say, well, how could I be protected in God's womb? How could I be secure and safe in his compassion? Because, you know, the days are hard and it's cold outside sometimes. And, you know, I'm dealing with these problems and there are terrible things that happen in this world. And it seems sometimes when we look at the circumstances that we're not safe and we're not sealed and protected in God's loving kindness and his his compassion. But beloved, we are. The reason that the Lord allows his children to face difficulty. It's not because he doesn't care or isn't compassionate, but because, listen, he wants us to grow in our sonship. And if if you're a woman, it's the same thing. It's to grow into maturity in terms of who he's destined us to be as his sons and daughters. I'm speaking here of a deep mystery. We're focusing on the fact that David said, I will bless you, Lord, with all that's within me because you're compassionate. And I've shared with you how compassion is the chief attribute that the Lord revealed as to his nature when he revealed himself to Moses in a face-to-face encounter. God's compassion is not one of his attributes. It is the essence of who he is. And yet the challenge for you and I is that as we walk through life, it sometimes doesn't feel like God is really that close to us, that he's that involved, that he's that compassionate, because we face such hardship sometimes and such difficulty and such pain. So the question is, if God cares so much and he's so loving and he's so compassionate, why does he not do something to take away some of these challenges? But the secret is to understand that the challenges that we face are the tools that Hashem, that Father God is using to bring you and I into maturity. It's as we choose Hashem, it's as we choose Father through the trials, as we overcome evil, as we choose to be faithful despite the trial and the test, it's in that way that we become mature and evolve into the mature sons and daughters that God has called us to become. You see, God doesn't want us to be babies. He wants us to grow up to be independent, mature sons in Him and daughters in Him so that we can love Him as mature human beings that have been created in the divine image because our love means something to Him. And the love of a baby for the mother is different than the love that a mature adult gives somebody. Because a baby's love is not based on giving. A baby's love is just based on an attachment because of receiving. But a mature person chooses to love, not for what they can get, but for what they can give. And God wants to bring you and I into maturity so that we choose to love them. Jesus said even sinners love their friends. 
This is Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and you're listening to the Bible teaching of Rabbi Schneider. And well, Rabbi laid out the secret to maturity, but maybe you're finding yourself in a place where you really don't know that much about Jesus. And if that's you, and you'd like to discover more about the Jewish Jesus and how he can help you grow and mature in your life, then let me invite you to go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And online, we have a variety of resources and tools. They're available to take you deeper in your walk, like our daily devotional, rabbi's articles, and letters from rabbi's wife, Cynthia. And you'll even find our giving page so you can help support this ministry with a financial gift if the Lord lays it on your heart to help us share the good news and to share a biblical principle about giving from the Old Testament. Here is Rabbi Schneider. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord abides forever. I'm reading from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 17, verse 7. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is in the Lord. A true barometer for how much you and I really trust the Lord is seen in how we handle our finances. If we really trust the Lord, we're going to honor him with our wealth. Beloved, I want to encourage you. Let's be faithful to the Lord with our hearts and show it by how we honor him with our finances. I know this. The Lord promised in the book of Malachi, when we honor him with the first of our finances, he opens the windows of heaven for us. He responds. I want to encourage you today. If the Lord is feeding you through this ministry, if you sense his love for you through this ministry, would you honor him with your finances? through this ministry, Jesus said it will come back to you, pressed down, good measure, and running over into your lap. Thank you, and God bless you. Shalom. There are several easy and convenient ways that you can give to support this ministry. First, you can automate your gift by becoming a monthly partner. And we've made signing up quick and easy when you visit us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And then before we close our time today, let me remind you that tonight at nightfall, we'll wrap up the Feast of Tabernacles. And over the weekend, we begin the Feast of Simchat Torah, which means joy of the Torah. It celebrates the end of the annual one-year Torah cycle and the beginning of the new cycle. It begins at sundown on Saturday and ends at nightfall on Sunday. And while this isn't a biblical feast that Christians celebrate, I want to share some practical ways this feast can impact your family because reading the Bible is where it's at. The Bible is the words of life. So first, It's a great time to sit down with your kids and open up the Bible and do it with a sweet treat. Make it special. And take a few moments to reflect on 2 Timothy 3.16, which says all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, reproof, correcting, and training in righteousness. Studying God's word helps us to be equipped to do all kinds of good works. And then take some time to really listen to what God has to say to you. And now to share a special blessing with us, here is Rabbi Schneider. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, we find a personal blessing from God our Father. This blessing should touch our hearts because it's so personal. Father God wants to intimately bless you. So receive his blessing into your life today with gladness and an open heart. Yavah Vaishmarecha 
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us next time when Rabbi Schneider explains how to partner with God. That's coming up Monday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.